Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Daddy, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm good, man. I guess it's time to get off break, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, break time's over. Our little hiatus to start to start our next group of podcasts <laughs> once again. I'm, I know our listeners have been anxiously awaiting us for return. Yeah, we're sorry about our uh, long uh, uh, break. Hiatus, more uh, or less, yeah. yeah. We, um... We've really, we've just been sitting here the entire time. Uh, we just couldn't think of anything to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we just sat here and we couldn't figure it out. But no, just like I said before, it's like even though we go away, we're still going to be around. We're, just, we're not completely gone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, we may need a little hiatus and stuff to get things together. Um, like, I know I've had a lot going on mm-hmm. uh, this, this, year, this semester especially. Like a lot of people, if you listen to past shows, I work at a university and everything. And so my semesterly schedule is usually a lot different. Um, I work in the music department, and it's football season, of course, and I work with the marching band, and so the marching bands at the university gets pretty busy uh, during the semester, and, and so it just cut, kind of cuts in a little bit to a, our recording time. So that all started back in August, and so that schedule has been running with me for the past month and a half or so now, no. and will continue on for another month and a half. Not to mention your move. Yeah, not to mention I moved. This time I bought it. Like last yeah. time, last set of shows, Danny, you moved, and and now we had to go on hiatus because of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then this time I moved. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of crazy. I got a, a little bigger of a house. I have a country. little. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's bigger than we had before. We have some land. It's nice. You know, I can put up like Christmas things, Disney things, maybe whatever else. Um, you I, you have a, a like a. A bull in your front yard, don't a you? A concrete bear. A concrete bear. Is that what it was? Yeah. It's a, a full-size... Con- when you pull up to Kevin's house, you will see a full-size... Uh, like Louisiana black bear. It's bizarre. It really is. Because, I mean, and it's not really well lit over there. So, no, like, yeah. at night, you, you wouldn't even see it. Yeah. But... If you got up close on it at night, I'll, that would trick you. <laughs> yeah, you know what fools me? It's like if the if the postman were to deliver the mail. Yeah, because it's right by the mailbox. And it's not a it's cart. Yeah. It's not like Big Al. I mean, it looks no. like a real bear. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's he's got his teeth snarling yeah, and stuff, and it's he looks like he's ready to attack. Yeah, what makes it worse? Like it, well, it's a concrete statue, right? So it used to be all gray, and the mm-hmm. people that we bought the house from they decided to paint it a little more accurately. So being a Louisiana black bear, he's all black. He's got his teeth showing, and mm-hmm. he's not so friendly eyes on his face. <laughs> but my, my, my daughters enjoy sitting on him and riding him, you know? <laughs> and I so wanted to find some kind of Saints blanket for this past weekend. <laughs> oh, when, when the Saints goes played and the, the Bears. bears. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that would have been so appropriate. You know, I, still, I think I still might do that. But, uh, yeah, it's been pretty busy. You know, we're still unpacking and everything else. But, you know, it was, you know every week we still think about the listeners and stuff. And, and we're finally able to get back to recording and... Uh, kind of starting to get back on track. Speaking of which, we have a little bit of a different schedule yeah. that we're running because of my schedule. I get out late. We usually will record this on Wednesday, and that fact will become apparent a little bit later because of something we're going to talk about. Um, but yeah, I get out late in the evening, not, I guess later in the evening than I used to, so we can't really do our two shows. We record two shows mm-hmm. every evening. Uh, Wednesday is what we used to do. We have this show, and then we have like a more adult show that we do. Um, that show is kind of, if you listen to that show, um, that show is also kind of going on the same schedule. But we're doing every other week, at least for now. So we'll have uh, this show this month, and then one more show later in the month, and then we'll have two more shows in November. 
And by December, I'll have my schedule freed up again, and we could probably double up once more time. Yeah. One more time, and then we can uh, get back to kind of a regular weekly thing, just in time for the holidays, you know, mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, so, yeah, it's, you'll have a show coming out this weekend, if you're listening to this. Uh, it should be sometime this weekend or early next week. And then we'll be off next week, and then we'll have another show the week after that. And then we'll probably off. I think that's around Halloween week or so. We'll be off then. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have two more, couple more shows in November. Uh, and we actually are going to have some field reports. Yeah. Because I decided to go ahead and... Uh, and book a trip to Disney World. <laughs> I will be down Didn't there. Didn't even tell me. It's I know. terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, Absolutely terrible. I'm sitting there with my wife in our living room, and we're just like, you know what, man? That's I, I want a freaking vacation from all this moving business, man. <laughs> and she's like, well, uh, and I'm like, what? Why couldn't we go in, in Disney World on Thanksgiving? And we looked at each other. It's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we called up Mouse Fan, our travel agent at Mouse Fan Travel. Mm-hmm. I want to give her a big shout out. Char- Charla Manglass mm-hmm. um, with MEI Mouse Fan Travel. I'm not exactly sure where she's located, but, man, she's been booking a couple of trips and helping us out. But, man, big shout out to her, man. She, I told her, look, we, we were planning a last minute. We got to do a cash trip because we're out of DVC points at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it was like. Just out of curiosity, just check and see what's available during Thanksgiving week. You know, we're leaving Tuesday, coming back Saturday. And she came back with four options, you know. And so mm-hmm. they had the all-star music. And I think they had art of animation was available. I think the boardwalk was available. And you'll never guess where I'm staying. And I'm very excited about this. Just oh, a wild guess. A wild guess. Wild guess where, you know, some place where I've, you know, I've been wanting to stay. Oh, well, okay. The place that you've been wanting to stay. Um, I'm going to guess the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Close. Wilderness. Close. Nope. I have stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, though, so I'm, I, I dig that. I wouldn't mind staying there again, but... Hmm. You've stayed at Boardwalk, too. You've never been here, then, I'm guessing. Never, I've never stayed there. But you've been there. I've eaten there, yes. Ooh. And in fact, it was early Polynesian? as this last show. Yes. Hey. <laughs> we, booked a, we booked a standard room at the Polynesian. I was like, look, I don't care what's available. And she said, ah, they've got this room available at the Polynesian if you want it. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never stayed there. And this actually ties into something we're going to talk about later regarding the Polynesian, which I'm sure a lot of people know, uh, know about by now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna, I'm going to do some. I have another friend of mine, Kevin, that's going down on the trip. A lot of musician-type people are going down. Um, oh, wait, so uh, you got a whole big group going on this well, trip. Actually, it's just me and my family. But uh, my friends, uh, Kevin and Kim, they're also going down with their kid. And during the exact week? or During the exact week, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, apparently for him, he, he's a DVC member too, and he's a big Disney fan. Mm-hmm. And we also do a lot of the Mahalia shows, so he's a piano player. Okay. And so he always his routine's mostly Mardi Gras and Thanksgiving. They go to Disney World. That's their routine. That's when they travel down. Mm-hmm. So he just, of course, you know, I'm going to Thanksgiving, and he happens to be there, be there at Thanksgiving. So... Uh, we're getting together with him, and then um, uh, our friends Lee and Becky, they're also going down with their children and their family. They're taking a big group. Okay. Um, you probably met Lee. I don't know. Maybe he's a saxophone player. And then we have some friends from Atlanta that are driving down. They're staying. They're DVC members, too. They used to be from here, from New Orleans, and then they moved to Atlanta, and they're going to be down there. So, like, you know, a lot of Good people Lord, that we know. Man. You invited everybody but me. No, I didn't invite <laughs> them. No, we, we were last minute. You know, I, I would have totally invited you, Dad. more or less. I feel bad. Yeah, it was like one thing before. I was like, no, it's just me and my family and this other couple. Yeah, but, and, yeah, and these other guys, yeah. and this dude's <laughs> kind of driving in. and <laughs> yeah, well, they're, already, they're already going, so it just happens to be impromptu gathering because we're all happen to be there They at the all same happen time. to be going there at the exact yeah, same time. Yeah, exact same time, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I want to go. Wow. 
Because we're all teachers, too. Oh, so we're they were telling you they were going, and you were like, well, why can't we go when they go? That's right. Okay. Right, right. And they're all teachers, so they have Thanksgiving week off, too. So it's mm. like, well, I guess we'll all go together. You know, well, I mean, not all go. We're not all staying in the same place. Because uh, the rest of them are DVC, and I think they're doing a DVC thing, but we're the only ones doing cash because we ran out of points for this year, which is okay because I get to stay at the Polynesian. And maybe in the future, I can use my points at the Polynesian, which is a topic we'll discuss later. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I would have totally gone ahead and just gone on. I would have crashed your little party oh, yeah? and showed up and, and, and booked and been like, ha, 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 I'm here too now. Hey, you, you still can. Go, no, still I, can. I can't now <laughs> because you picked the exact time when my wife's family is coming down here oh, for Thanksgiving. Right. yeah. So now I'm kind of stuck. So I'm going to have to like one-up you during another time or something. It's like okay. That. But, you know, next year we have a whole year we can plan. We'll have to do our Disneyland trip that we've been talking about. We want oh. to do it this fall, but maybe next year we can actually do it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I really wanted to go during the fall, but uh, I, I'll go there anytime. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll figure this out, and we can do some trip reports. So, with that being said, since I'm going now, that we're going to bring back some the trip, uh, what do we call it, the trip report segment, or, or news from the balcony, or beers in the balcony or something. <laughs> The, the on I don't know if you and all the people that are going can fit on the balcony. Yeah, I know. We might, we might stre- put a little stress on that balcony there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, well, I, I know Kevin's in, and, and Kevin, you're going to hear Kevin and Kevin. We're going to do a little trip report all right. uh, live from the thing. And if we can get the Skype thing working, maybe I can broadcast with you here. But you might be busy with your family then, so I don't know. Depending on how it goes, maybe you I'm take a break. I can no. call you for, I can Skype you from the uh, from the parks. Yeah, we might have to do that because I'm sure like the the. The family will be staying in the house, so I'll probably huddled back here at night so <laughs> no one can find me. That's right. There you go. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to hook that up and try to take advantage of some technology because that will be really cool to talk about. Because I'm going to be doing a lot of exploring definitely while we're down there, especially at the Polynesian. We'll talk mm-hmm. about some of these other things. So, anyway, yeah, looking forward to that. If you happen to be on Thanksgiving, you know, let me know. You know, shoot me an email, and then maybe we can meet up or something or whatever. Or apparently, the whole world is going during the Thanksgiving yeah, but me. No. I'd... Well, you know, all of New Orleans goes during Mardi Gras, so I mean, you know. Yeah, that's why I try to avoid that. Yeah, but it's not as bad, though. It's actually kind of neat. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, everywhere you look, it's like black and gold or purple and gold or Mm -hmm. something of that kind of nature. So it's kind of neat, you know, even though it's a little, it's it's not really that crowded Mm -hmm. when I went, because it's been a while since I've gone during Mardi Gras, but Mm -hmm. it was manageable. It was decent. Hmm. Especially late night. I I don't know where the New Orleans go. I guess they go party or something in downtown Disney. But <laughs> the parks were kind of light last time I went. Even late in the evening. Do they still serve alcohol there? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. They should. Well, even if you just got to book place, a restaurant. No, yeah, I, yeah, 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 at the bowling place. I'm that's sure. That's true. Do, you know. But anyway. Um. Say anything else going on in in, in your neck of the woods? Oh, anything yeah. going on with me? Yeah. Wow. Um. I know we're deep into fantasy football season. So. We, we are. We're deep into fantasy football season. I'm paying a lot of attention to fantasy football. For me, the big thing is Halloween. Uh, me and my wife, yeah. we are Halloween nuts. And uh, uh, Kevin is actually sitting in my man cave right now, and he's looking at all the different items that we've pulled out of our two storage facilities yes. this past weekend to decorate the house. There's a, a, a robot, Jason Voorhees, yeah. uh, menacing me uh, right behind me. Yes. And there's a uh, scarecrow. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he's got a little sickle in his hand, it looks like, or yeah, something, whatever yeah. that's called. He, whatever. He's kind of fearsome. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff everywhere. Basically, I mean, stuff piled on top of desks and whatnot that we're going to be trying to put together over the course of the next couple of weeks to get ready. 
Um, yeah, I got to tell you, it's been quite impressive. When I walked up, I was I was quite t- even. There was it wasn't everything. Mm-hmm. I was quite taken with all the stuff that you have. You know, like you know, Ricky Briganti does his whole Halloween thing. I know he's a big time. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, he's just a bunch of big fans. So, yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to take some pictures and do some comparisons. <laughs> his setup. I know he does the whole haunted mansion thing and everything else. He oh yeah, I was gonna say music. he's got me beat. I mean, but I mean, you know, he he just does it one day, and it's like I know you put yours up a little bit earlier, so. We'll have to take some pictures and stuff and kind of compare and see, you know, who's the biggest Halloween fan. <laughs> I, I didn't. Wait, he does it on one day? He does. Yeah. He throws it up like the evening before Halloween and he puts it up. He puts it all up. And so the pictures that you see are just the day of Halloween. That's when he does it. Wow. You see, I'm always bummed because that's generally what we've been doing. It's like we get it up like two to three days before Halloween. Yeah. And it sucks because you can't really enjoy it because right. you got to. And take it all back down again. So, yeah, because then you're in Thanksgiving mood or Christmas. Right. <laughs> and there's nothing more depressing than looking at Halloween stuff after Halloween when it's going on to Thanksgiving because you know it's just work to do now. Right, right. You know, like all the stuff sitting around, it's like, oh, well, I get to enjoy it. Once the day is over, you know eventually you got to pick all that crap up. Yeah, you know what's cool is that I walked up and he has like eyeballs blinking in the bushes. I yeah. thought that was really, really cool. <laughs> and you have a big pair of eyeballs just staring at you from the house. It's like the house has come alive. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, a post, we'll post some pictures for you guys. And oh, this yeah. is like Danny's um, somewhat scary, but not so really, but... <laughs> In, in, in a way, kind of, but, but kid-friendly, scary Halloween party. We, we, we keep the, the <laughs> scary stuff away where the kids can't find it. <laughs> but yeah, listeners, seriously, there's a lot of stuff here. I'm looking at it. And I walk through the house, and there's just as much stuff there. Oh, man, you should have been, like, in my car. Like, we, we do a pumpkin patch as well. We do a cemetery. Off the side, we do a pumpkin patch in the back, and we get, oh, like, wow. a lot of hay yeah. and, you know, put it out there. Well, over the weekend... When I picked up the hay, yeah. we were p- pulling a bunch of other stuff into the house from the, the storage facility. I'd forgotten and left the hay in the car. Hay smells if you leave it in the car. Oh, <laughs> really? I, I, yeah. Did it smell bad? It was, it was wretched. I mean, I had to oh. roll down the windows. You know, just, just <laughs> really, really horrible driving with that smell. And I've been driving with the windows down for the last two days now. So public service announcement, announcement don't leave hay in your car. Overnight. Overnight. No, don't, don't yeah, do just unless you want to wake up to a lovely stench. Yeah. You know, and don't um, let it get wet. Whatever you do. Hey, you know, I just had a thought. Um, I, I know our, our one of our biggest fans, Lee. He sent us a bunch of emails before we took our break, and I was like, you know, I'd like to address them. So I, I think I might introduce a segment called email. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll pick one of his emails and we'll t- we'll read it and we'll talk about it and stuff, and then we'll move on. So we'll maybe we'll do that because I'm sure when we come back, he'll probably shoot us more emails. So we'll have his own little Lee mail segment. Lee mail. Yeah, he does bring up some good points. I'll yeah. give them to him. You know, it's, like it's a definitely that. worthy discussion. Okay. So we'll have the other emails, and then we'll have within that the Lee mail segment. All right. Yeah, cool. sounds good. So, but anyway, this week's show, of course, we want to we want to get caught up, and we want to offer our opinions on things that have happened during our little hiatus in August and September. So, uh, you know, once again, it's time for us to do a big old Q show. All right, Danny, the first thing I want to talk about in the queue while we're waiting in this queue, it's a lovely queue, of course. And for some reason, it's extremely long. You know, it's another 198-minute wait. We'll never leave this queue. We'll never leave this queue. But, you know, it gives us a chance to catch up with our listeners. You know, they probably have the upper hand on knowing what's going on. But did you know about the Iron Man experience that's going to coming to the Hong Kong uh, Disneyland. I, I do now. Yeah, it's I, a, uh, I'm looking at this at, at Ricky's website and stuff. Um, but yeah, the first uh, Marvel, uh, I guess Marvel hero based ride is opening 
uh, set to open in 2016 with the Iron Man Experience over at Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, it the ride platform is going to be akin to like a simulator, an advanced simulator like Star Tours or the old Body Wars, it's that kind of a thing, but a little bit more advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, the the ride vehicles themselves are going to be roughly the same shape as like a Star Speeder. Uh, some people are calling them a Stark Speeder, <laughs> kind of a thing, uh, with more or less an Iron Man motif to the actual shape of the vehicles. You can see some videos online and pictures and everything else. Uh, Ricky does a good job of showing you a close up and of stuff. Um, it's uh, as you walk through the queue. I can only imagine the queue is going to have a, it's got to have the Hall of Armor, yeah. all the different Iron Man suits, and it's, I'm sure it's going to have all the different kinds of inventions. And mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if they don't have an arc reactor sitting in there somewhere where you walk. I, I can, you know, you know, like in Dinosaur, mm-hmm. how you when you go into that big hall and you have Bill Nye talking to you and you have that big dinosaur, uh, dinosaur Sue sitting in the center, yeah, and you, the line kind of wraps around it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in the queue area for that, they have a big arc reactor and you have the queue line going around that. Okay. I think that'd be actually kind of a neat little thing. Yeah, it'd be you know? nice. Uh, Jarvis it, uh, talking to you the whole way through. Uh, yeah, Jarvis mm-hmm. would be totally, to- oh, that'd be awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're going to incorporate some kind of, like, uh, interactive elements in the queue. That, like, kind of uh, in the fashion of what they're doing mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of the queues now when they do some remodeling stuff. But... Um, it looks pretty cool. You know, he's going to be fighting off. It almost kind of reminds me of like a, like a really uh, like star, uh, Spider-Man kind of a thing mm-hmm. uh, with a simulator. But not necessarily. It's not a moving ride vehicle in so much it's like a stationary motion vehicle. Kind of like, a, like a, pretty much just like Star Tours uh, kind of a setup, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I don't know. What do you think about this, man? This is their first venture into the Marvel-themed, Marvel hero-themed uh, universe. Um, I'm okay with it, mainly because it's going to be going to Hong Kong, and uh, yeah. we're not going to be getting it here. And so, if they're going to be doing a Marvel attraction, and we're not going to be getting it, and that means we, neither you nor you or I, will we'll probably never get to ride this thing. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so I'm okay with it from the fact that it's just it seems to me to be just a standard simulator ride. It doesn't seem to be very imaginative. Yeah, for. for uh, their first venture into creating a marvel type ride well it seems like it's like a formula that's already been established mm-hmm. by them that kind of works that works it worked really it worked pretty good in body wars but it worked really well in star tours and they know universal used it the same kind of concept when they did it for spider-man and i guess now what terminator is the same yeah but Not i mean terminator um what's, what's you talking about transformers transformers yeah same kind of concept but See, I, but what i liked about um what I liked about Spider-Man, like Harry Potter, is the same way. Is that you know, you get it's more of like a three D, like you have the movie effect, right? And, and you do have that similar type effect going, but you're also looking at things that are really there, right? This looks like you're actually board a, a, a spaceship kind of thing, where the, right. the whole thing is going to be ha- you're containing that spaceship, and everything that's happening is happening via looking through the window. Then right. maybe they'll. Do a little projected on effects within the actual spacecraft, or would you call like Star Tours? Yeah, yeah. Stark Speeders. Yeah, yeah the Stark Speeder. Uh, maybe they'll do that, but I mean, it just seems like so lacking in imagination. And personally, for me, like all those um, motion simulator rides, yeah. Yeah, they're okay, but they're not anything. They were like, I get motion sickness at uh, uh, like Body Wars. Maybe Body me, Wars. Yeah, made yeah, me sick. Made yeah, me I sick. That. I liked it though. Yeah. I mean, Elizabeth Shue was in it, so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. I dug that. But um, yeah, it was it was that 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 you that know. was a little rough. Star Wars at sometimes depending on the day, how hot it is out, you get right. in there, it, it can hit you at the wrong moment. You so know, not to take it aside. Speaking of that, 
I wish there was a little more flowing air when you're in there. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't mind because sometimes the air kind of gets a little stagnant and warm. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the bodies in there, and that kind of makes me a little bit sick. Me know? too. You get a little flush. You get a little right. nauseous. There, there are times that happens to me, and as such, many a time I'll, I'll just go in there. I go in there once, and I just kind of move on right. because I don't want to. I don't want to subject myself to that. I mean, yeah. roller coaster is fine, but for whatever yeah. reason, like you said, I don't know if it's a stagnant air, the the, the movement, or whatever it yeah. is, full blown nausea. Yeah, um, you know, I can see I can see where they're coming from. You know, it's a, it's a ride platform that's established and it works. It's a small footprint, so it's not a lot of land that take space it takes up, or it's not much to build. Um, they can update it easily. Uh, there's not really anything as far as, uh, I mean, maintenance is mostly the film and the ride system. Mm-hmm. There's not like a track to deal with or anything else like that. Um, yeah, I, I can see where, you, where you, you would think it's a little unimaginative, but, you know, I guess if the formula works, people are still going to do it. And, and maybe but, unimaginative is, is, not, is, is a little strong of a word, yeah. but unoriginal. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, for their first foray into the Marvel themed universe, this yeah. does seem like a little unimagined. Uh, not unimagined yeah. Sorry. Unoriginal. Yeah. Uh, it's a start, I guess. You know, I don't know. I, but like I said, I'm fine with it. Go ahead. Put it in Hong Kong. Yeah. Because, I mean, like if they put some kind of a full blown 3D kind of, you know, immersive world where it's kind of yeah. part simulator, but part really happening and, yeah. you know, animatronic. Iron Man kind of thing. Now that would really tick me off. <laughs> right. Yeah, they would get something really, really, really killer. Yeah, like then we'd be like, well, darn it, and you know, uh, Star Tours. Yeah, Hong Kong Disneyland with Star Tours. I just looked that up, um, and it looks like it maybe a rumor, but it looks like it's coming to Hong Kong Disneyland, 2014 to 2015, with the Iron Man experience coming in 2016. So they're gonna get two simulators. Yeah, and I think it's in. They're both gonna be in Tomorrowland. It seems like because I know the Iron Man experience is set to be in Tomorrowland. That's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- whether the Star Tours version is is yet to be seen. Yeah, they're getting Star, Por- Star Tours 2, which is going to the Hong Kong Disneyland in 3D. Um, I just found some uh, some news on that. So I guess we'll keep a, keep a, an eye out on that one. But, yeah, it's interesting. They're going to have two of the same platform within the same, uh, um, I guess, the same park in and of itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess that's cool. I, I, you know, I, I really don't know the square footage of Hong Kong Disneyland. I don't know how big it is, but I thought it was pretty big. Is it pretty big? Yeah. Do they have a lot of land to expand? I guess that that being the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hey, let's check. But yeah, both of those rides would take up a small footprint because you really don't need a big track. No. You just need a big show building, and that's pretty much it. And know? judging by the concept art, I mean, it looks like Iron Man is like fighting octopus type creature like i don't recognize these as being marvel villains would they be anything what's that uh oh from the uh the comic books what's that um that they were fighting the uh, aliens in you talking about the movie or the comics in the comics yeah the scrolls no well no not the, you talking about the, the avengers green ones yeah like i was watching the avengers cartoon thing and they have um oh oh i can't believe it i, I can't remember this name uh, but they had like the green ships and stuff. They look like octopus. They swim in the waters. Um, uh, who's the in Captain America? Who's the evil? Hydra. Re- Hydra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, okay. In, yeah. In the cartoon. They're fighting Hydra agents and stuff. Okay. Maybe Red Skull and stuff. Maybe that's. Maybe that's who that is. I don't know why it would be Hydra. I mean, like you said, it's more of a Captain America type of thing. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it's like yeah. I'm just seeing generic. I'm I'm, I'm guessing that the Iron Man adventure that you're going to get is not. 
Robert Downey Jr. in the suit. I don't know yeah. that you're getting the movie Iron Man, like yeah. kind of like what you know. Um, you don't think they'd, they'd pay to have him do that? I'm sure they would be willing to pay him to do yeah <laughs> to do that. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm going to guess here that that's not what we're looking at. All right, Danny. So let me let's, let me put it this way, okay? If you were given carte blanche to design Disney's first attraction based on the Marvel universe of any sort, okay, it doesn't have to be Iron Man. Could be any character. What do you think he would do? All right. If I was to do like sticking with Iron Man, just yeah. just sticking with Iron Man. Let let's say we're going to go with Iron Man first. Okay. I'd like to do something uh, akin to what they've done with the Legend of Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Kind of like where you you have half. Uh, it, it's sort of projection type technology mm-hmm. and. A real life circumstance. Like I'd like to have like an actor come out in the Iron Man suit. You think it's him, and then he would go up when it's the projection. That's actually when he uh-huh. pulls up the mask, and like it's, it's Robert Downey Jr. All right. Villains come in. He shoots little things. You see yeah. little explosions happening on screen. That kind of thing. I would like to do something like what they do with the Legend of Jack Sparrow. Really? Yeah. You know, where, yeah. Where it's a little bit immersive. You can actually Iron Man comes out. He's in the suit and everything right. like that. You see the light, <laughs> the the arc yeah. reactor in his chest. You know, and and he does a little thing out in the crowd where Iron Man's sitting right there, and then there's a point where he disappears and he reappears as a projection. Yeah. And you know, next thing you know, he's flying around the room as a projection. Yeah. So like, I'd like to see them make a little bit use of, of that, right. and maybe like what you can do is like you know it's a day at uh, Stark Enterprises, right. or whatever. You like you walk in, or maybe it's Robert Downey Jr.'s workshop at his house. Like you walk in, and he appears to you up there. He's like, uh, "Hi, I'm up here. I'm doing this thing." Next thing you know, the Iron Man thing comes out, and he's like, "Ah, I'm over here now." And they can project his voice, and it can sound like it's coming from the robot. So kind of like around the character, um, kind of like the. Have you been to Harry Potter? The, um, I forget it. The, the, the Harry Potter ride? In no, 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 no. Okay. I haven't. I, I, I have an idea of what it's like, but I mean, I, I've never actually wrote it. Because it, it gives me a thought. If you could set use that as like a, like a pre-show setup, mm-hmm. and then after you're done with that little setup with the Iron Man thing, and the, the audience would continue on this little path on the way to the attraction load area, mm-hmm. you could have, like they're walking through the halls, uh, the Stark Enterprises and stuff. With all that kind of business, and mm-hmm. you get it pop up like you were talking about. So it's like continuing the interactive experience within the Stark universe kind of deal. Yeah. On it, the way to another attraction. You could totally do that too. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and continue. I was just picturing it as not like a pre show, but an actual show show yeah. where you just stand there and you watch. Like it, like I said, you know, at some point in time, he, he's demonstrating all his different pieces of technology, mm-hmm. and then somebody invades. Like when the Mandarin attacked the home kind of thing, you right. know, half the side of the building again done part projection part 3d right. wall crumbles to the side and you see these things coming in and he's like oh excuse me i gotta go take care of this and then maybe that's when iron man runs down on the floor right. and he he's sitting right next to you and you see him yeah shoot little things out of his hands and you know that's what kind of what i was thinking about oh, that'd be pretty cool yeah like to know. do like a little stand-up show like that um now i mean it, I brought up the ride attraction thing just because you know the, we I think we talked about the Jack Sparrow thing. Well, yeah, but to me, like to do the ride attract the 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 ride kind of thing, that would me that would be more of the Avengers. Yeah, I okay. would I would save that as more of your E tick kind of because th- uh, I mean, <sighs> ideally, I'm thinking that that's that's really your draws. You want to see you know Captain America, Loki, the Hulk. Right. I mean, the Hulk you can really only do as a so you do two separate attractions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm, I'm thinking of it as gotcha. like you know okay, well this is let's let's 
So Iron Let, Man would be kind of like a C ticket kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm not looking to yeah. go ahead. I'm, you're okay. obviously your your Avengers attraction would be like your E ticket, right? You know, makes sense. Similar simulator type ride right. slash, you know, maybe uh, even roller coaster type ish. Right. Hmm. Kuka robotic arm. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, that would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? A Kuka robotic arm attraction. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the same platform that Harry Potter's on, but I mean, right. I think I could totally see Iron Man or Avengers, I, period. I would, I would see them do Avengers. Like, because, I mean, like again, if you do Iron Man like that, yeah. if you do Iron Man, how do you top it? Right. I mean, you, know, you do a better show with the exact same technology for right. Avengers. I mean, I think you do like littler shows. You do a little something there with uh, Iron Man. Like I said, like you know, you're in Star yeah. Home. He's demonstrating his... Uh, He's demonstrating his uh, gadgetry to you when somebody attacks. Yeah. And then you do something separate with, say, um, Captain America. You know, I could see you doing something like what they do with Lights, Motor, Action. And right. then have, a, like, you know, stunt guy being Captain that America. That would be neat to have a really killer stunt show. Exactly. You know, he's being chased around by Hydra, you know, yeah. Red Skull, whatever you want to do. I would dig that. Yeah. I mean, I... I each of them like a little independent little attractions on their own. Yeah. Nothing overwhelming till you get to the big E ticket attraction. Like kind of like what they did with the movies. Have like you know build towards it. So the Avengers attraction would be the weenie in the back of that land if it was a land on its own. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just had a thought. You know, uh, and um, I, for like a queue kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like say the Avengers attraction doesn't really start on Midgard. I mean, we started on Asgard. So you, okay. you get to enter. And cross the the uh, uh, what's that the uh, Bifrost Bridge mm-hmm. and enter into the attraction through the Bifrost Bridge. <laughs> yeah, just have a big show warehouse building that's completely dark and black, and you have projections mm-hmm. of stars, and you get to step out onto the Bifrost Bridge and pass your boy. What was the name of that dude that, that guards? The, do you remember him, Heimdall or something like that? Uh, I don't know if we say it, if we're saying it right because we have a friend with the last name Heim, so <laughs> we're gonna say just Heimdall. Okay. And I know if they've said it in the cartoon series, and I can't remember exactly what it is, but anyway, yeah, that'd be kind of cool, you know. He he just standing there. He doesn't even he doesn't even look at you as you're walking through. Yeah, so that'd be a pretty pretty cool little queue area, I think. Oh, absolutely. I think. That'd be and then great. I don't know where you go. Maybe you encounter frost giants or something. <laughs> <laughs> on your way to the castle of Asgard or whatever or something like that. I don't well, know. I mean, it can be like a recruiting trip. Like you're getting the Avengers together. Oh, yeah. There you go. So you had to go there to go grab Thor because yeah. he's in the middle of a fight with the Frost Giants. And he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Stay down. And, you know, that kind of thing. And, and then, then we meet up with Beta Ray Bill <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. There you go. And then and then, he, then we get up, go off to, I guess we go to Midgard from there, you know. Mm-hmm. Meet Jane Foster and then the rest of the uh, Avengers kind of pop up. Well, yeah, you'd have to go recruit them all. All right, man. So the next thing I want to talk about is the California Grill. Just yeah. reopened after a little bit of a refurbishment. And I know you've been there. I have never been there. And I was just curious, maybe we could touch upon your, your kind of initial reactions on the photos and stuff that you see mm-hmm. as far as what the new dining room looks like and the menu offerings that we have. Um, we're referencing some stuff from WWE Magic as well as Deb's website all year. She has a new menu posted up. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think, man? What, what is it? I mean, it looks yummy to me. I, I, boy, I will eat there based upon your last description of California Grill and now just reading the menu now. I mean, I'm looking at this pork belly nigiri sushi thing and it's just killing me, you know? Yeah. I'd love to have pork belly in the nigiri sushi style. <laughs> serving. It, it, look, I'm reading it here. It's house cured pork with bacon. I mean, come on. 
Oh, uh, bacon! I've never had uh, sushi with bacon before. That's gotta be. That's gotta be. It's just gotta be nothing but good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so, what do you think? Do you have, have you got? You've kind of looked at some of the pictures. You know, you got any initial actions as far as what you've been to, or if any, at all? Maybe it's it's nothing, totally completely different. You know, it, it's hard because most of what I, I'm seeing here is, is the food, right? Um. The restaurant itself, I mean, with the exception of the, the, I guess there's a light fixtures that are hanging over overhead of the, uh, of, of the, the cooking di- area or the dining area. The dining area is what I'm looking at. I uh-huh. mean, it looks, you know, it doesn't look all that radically different. I, I might be, I it might be look mistaken. like Sputnik type yeah. chandelier things. I mean, it, it has still has that same sleek uh, look to it. That's right. a contemporary design. Um, you know, the sushi bar over here, I can't tell if the sushi bar is where the, and again, it's hard to tell from these pictures, I can't tell, I don't think that's where the bar bar used to be, but right. I could be wrong. There used to be a bar that ha- that was that looks about where the sushi bar area is, so I yeah. might be wrong on that, but, you know, looking at the menu options, um, I don't see, like, one of my things about, you know, like, you only had, like, a like a certain amount of selection when it came right. to sushi right. uh, when you ate over there then there was a lot of flatbread stuff and, and, and you know entrees like scallops and, and, and whatnot that were so it wasn't a lot of sushi there or no, it wasn't like a I don't maybe somebody knows something I don't know but I don't and we were on the dining plan so keep in mind whenever we ordered something we tried to order something that was on there I mean, uh, I'm looking at the menu. There's not that much hand-rolled sushi there. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't like you could just go there and order, give me a California roll, a spicy tuna roll. Um, kind of like at know, the Polynesian at Sushi Bar. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like that. They had special, like, I'm seeing, like, where it says tuna four ways. I remember yeah. there was tuna three ways when we went. Ah, <laughs> like, so they added a way. Uh, <laughs> maybe there's a different way, and then and the little things, like, um... Oh, uh, okay. Poke, tartar, maki, and nigiri. Yeah, you see, like I don't remember doing all that. I, oh, I remember, okay. I remember tuna three ways. I remember them having a dragon roll. Yeah. I remember them having a California roll, yeah, but maybe not a California combination roll. Huh. And I don't remember the pork belly nigiri, but I, I could just be rem- misremembering. So I mean, it's different, and little things have been updated here and there. But it, again, yeah. it's not like a, it doesn't look to me like to be a drastic undertaking. You still have your flatbreads, you still have your your sushi, you still have your your seafood appetizers. Uh, and Good lord, I'm looking at this duck in all its glory. Um, I said appetizer, I meant entree. I'm sorry. Yeah, look at this salad or whatever oh. it is. It's I guess it's an appetizer. It looks. Del- I mean, it looks delicious, and it. Oh. It, again, there's a reason this place is my favorite place yeah. to go to. It, it, every time we've eaten over there, I mean, we, we've gone to different restaurants and they've disappointed yeah. at different times. This place is never disappointed. This uh, this looks really really. You know, I, I was listening to some of the other podcasts who were saying that they updated the sound system. Uh, for the guess the wishes when they show wishes and you go out and like what's at the balcony or something you can go vi- view wishes. Well, I mean you can go in the like balcony that? or you can watch it. I mean basically you're, you're looking out through the glass right. right there. And I don't I don't seem to remember. I don't remember whether or not the they piped wishes in out on the balcony. I think I, don't they, I think they did, didn't I, they? Or they. And it was piped in into the restaurant. Yeah. But on that balcony overview area, I don't know that it was done like that. Oh, okay. I could be dead wrong on that one, but yeah. I don't remember it being like that. Well, even if it was there or not, they updated the sound system from what I've been reading and stuff yeah. and hearing. So I guess that that'd be a nice little boon. But anyway, uh, maybe sometime in the near future we could do like a compare and contrast 
um, on, on your next trip on a, a show or something, you can compare with the California Grill then to the California Grill now. Sure. Yeah. I'll, 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 next trip, I will be back there. And if I'm around, I'll definitely want to join you because I got, I mean. You're not invited. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just crash the party then. I'll just get my own, my, my own ADR with that. So that reminds me, I forgot to, uh, well, I got ADRs at a couple of restaurants. Just as a little aside, I'm, I'm, well, I'm going back to Crystal Palace. Because I figure I got to get a little a character meal with my kids, kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Thanksgiving will be at the Tusker House, and then I forgot that. Oh, I mean, I got another breakfast res for the Kona Cafe. Nice. So nice. I can go back there. Since I'm staying in a hotel, I figure I should do that. You know, you know, another place that you, you should probably try to go to if you, if you get a chance, and something a lot of people don't think to go to is Tony's uh, Restaurant. Tony's Town Square. Tony's Town oh, Square. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Oh, you okay? Well, you have. It's been a couple of years. That's uh, you know that to me was surprisingly good. I like I mean, it. You know, a lot of people knock it, but I, I enjoyed my experience. Yeah, I you know, there's not too many really good sit-down restaurants that I find outside of you know Cinderella's Royal right. Table. Um, did you like Cinderella's Royal Table? <sighs> Once I did, and then yeah. I didn't. Like the second time, we went disappointed. I mean, Third, my kids dug it, but the food-wise, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it was a lot of money for mediocre food, but yeah. for whatever reason, that first time that we went, it was it was delicious. Who knows? Maybe it was that, the magic. Yeah, <laughs> that could have been it. <laughs> and the princesses. So I mean, but, but, I mean, and then that's kind of what I'm talking about with this whole California girl thing. I've never gone there and just been like, oh wow, that sucked. Like last time we went, I always felt like, um, oh, what's the name of the place in the uh, in Epcot? Uh, the coral reef coral reef yeah never had a bad experience at the coral reef and then we went to the coral reef and it was just eh. so just california so girls has been consistently good oh always consistently every good. time every time yeah artist point has been as well but i haven't eaten there quite as much okay um yeah that's definitely i guess i'll have to wait another trip to do it unless i happen to land oh in narcoozies narcoozies is consistently oh, that's good. true yeah. a lot of the off property i mean not off property but uh off Out park, of the park yeah. yeah off park restaurants are to me the the better ones huh, and a lot that. easier to get into i can see that like and, and we're about ready to touch on a topic that i'm ready to really start tackling yeah. now you're talking about those adrs um yeah yeah I, i've never really had a problem with getting any reservations at any of the uh off uh-huh. park restaurants and generally most of them are, are better right i right. find well let's go ahead and let's go into it man let's let's talk about this new cancellation thing <laughs> yeah. um about disney expanding the cancellation fees to all table service restaurants and i'm sure some of our listeners probably heard but if you haven't um uh, this was introduced to diamond uh, table service dining back in october 2011 when they started to enforce a ten dollar per person penalty for failing to provide the day before notice of reservation uh, just basically trying to uh, dissuade people from doing a bunch of reservations at the same time, and then you know they they picking the one that they want to go to, uh, depending on where they feel like being that particular day. You know, I guess it's kind of forcing the people to get more committed. You know, you see, I'm going to call BS on that because I don't believe that's the reason for yeah. this at all. Um, you the, know, I, I'm sure people did that, and and in, in essence, you're almost forced into doing that. Yeah. Because when you when you plan this far out, you just know that okay, let me get reservations here, let me get reservations here, let me get reservations here, and you get reservations across the board. Yeah. And as time goes on, you know what you're going to be doing on what days and stuff like that. Yeah. You start canceling to 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 finalize your schedule. Right. Um, I for one, I I hate having my vacation that rigidly planned. Right. And you know. We we've never missed out on a reservation. We've right. been late many a time because you're you know you're you're dependent upon Disney transportation, right. which doesn't 
really take in account <laughs> you've got you know reservations at a certain point in time you're going to get there when you get there and, right. and we've had you know transportation issues where we've we've been way late right. way late to dinner before through no fall of our own monorail right. broke down long lines to get out of the park right. and that kind of kind of deal so that um sense, yeah yeah so i as far as this whole thing goes, I really do kind of think that may, they may be putting it out there like, yeah, we're going to stop people from doubling up. They've been doing this at the nicer restaurants. Yeah. It's yeah, always yeah. been like this at the nicer restaurants. And can you walk in right. on any of the nicer restaurants at any point in time? No, you no. can't. It, it, that, it hasn't changed that one bit. All it does is gives them a better idea of who's showing up so you don't have to have quite as many staff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, it's not like if, if, if they got it to where it's like, okay, we don't have that many reservations booked for, you know, Wednesday, October, right. the whatever. Um, let's just go ahead and, you know, keep full staff, you know, restaurant. Right. They're going to go ahead and say, okay, we only need this many people working that right. day. And it's, I don't think it, this whole idea that we're just doing it for you. So that way we can have, we can take care of more walk-ins. And right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's, they're charging a $10 per guest. Uh, if you don't provide at least a day before cancellation, you know, which is, it's, it's fine. It doesn't really bother me as much. Oh, you it know? bugs the hell. You've never been at the park and the kid's just acting up and you're like, okay. Oh, well, you're <laughs> if now, you now, really now. want me to sit down in a restaurant yeah. full of people with this kid who's screaming and crying and just wants to go back to the room because he saw some $80 souvenir right. that he had to have and we right. had to say no. Um, if you really want me disrupting your other guests' experience, right. then... Yeah, and and not to say that you know there is that I, I do give you that. There's yeah. that. There's you know you can get sick, you can get you know exhausted from the heat. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that we've been just walking around. You eat something, and all the food at Disney is heavy. Right. I mean, it's hard to find something light. And those counter service meals, my God, it's fried, and you know mm -hmm. you just you're gonna stuck. And then all of a sudden, oh, we got a reservation for six o'clock. Six o'clock, we just ate at three, and it's like, yeah, I know, but that's all I could get. And you're still because, stuffed. Yeah. yeah and you're like you gotta go anyway yeah. so it I don't know I, I, I don't maybe like I don't know six hours yeah. out fine okay if you want to charge it then but even under those circumstances I mean you, you you're so forcing people's hands you're making them have to do reservations to begin with right because there really is no such thing as walk on I mean yeah, it's tough yeah, yeah. it's 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 darn, darn near tough right so you're forcing people to do it you're forcing them to make multiple reservations right. just so they can hold them while they figure out their vacation so right. that way they know okay well at least we have reservations here we have reservations there I mean why not just make it to where and people can't book for the exact same time. I, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's like they keep track of your movements and right, where you're right. going and all that kind of stuff. How come they can't stop you from booking? Like you if you have a, yeah, if you have a time set. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Everything's I don't know why they can't do that. I mean, it's not like you can create multiple accounts and just make all these different reservations. Right. I mean, if, if you're... If you're staying at a hotel, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you, if you pretend to be a local, yeah. you could do the that, that kind of thing, but... I, I don't know. I would go for that. I would everyone's, go for the, yeah. Yeah, everyone's going to work the system in some kind of a way. I yeah. mean, you just got to understand whatever system they come up with, somebody will figure out a way to work around that as well. People are just going to work the system. that Make it advantageous it. for them, yeah. Exactly. So you're going to yeah. make it a, that much more of a rigidly planned thing. I mean, think about it. You have a family of four. Right. Right? Yep. Your daughter gets sick 
on the ride. You've got to take her back. You need to change your clothing and everything like that. Yeah. You're going to not be able to make this. That's $40. Right. $40. Yeah. It's, it's not even a $10 cancellation. It's 10 per person. Per guest, yes. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, now you, that, now you t- that put it that way. It, it doesn't make you kind of think. But I would be, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to the system uh, limiting me to when I would. Um, I mean, you still would have to really plan to say, hey, I'm going to be in Epcot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At this point. But at least, you know, you're not clogging up other reservations at the same time. It just kills all the spontaneity. It takes all the fun out of yeah. a trip when you have to know everything that you're going to do the, f- the entire day. What happens if that day you're just like, you know, I know we got scheduled Italian. I want sushi right i want chinese i want something i don't want to eat this today i'm sorry i thought i did but i didn't realize that we went to counter service that the only good thing that they had would be you know this or that you know so i i don't know i I, i'm not really a big fan of it i I don't like having to to plan i always told you that my best vacation ever we went and i hate saying it but it's the absolute truth was we had a trip booked prior to september 11th yeah and we went to disney world what, two months after September 11th. Yeah. And there was nobody there. Huh. And at that point in time, I, I wasn't into Disney like I'm in now, like, uh, like I am now. So I had no concept that this wasn't how it was like. I figured, well, of course it's like this. We're going on value season. Right. No one shows up at Disney in value season. So you just figure that's how it worked out. And we just walked into any restaurant we wanted to eat at at mm-hmm. any point in time until it got to be the weekend and it filled up. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. And maybe we should have called ahead. But if you just waited, you, you would get seated. It right. didn't matter. And then the next time we went and we realized we didn't make any reservations for any places to eat and we couldn't eat any of the places that we wanted to go to, well, that was when we really, you know, it, it became a thing from then on, that point on in right. where you had to start, you know, doing your best to schedule stuff. So moving on to uh, another similar topic, um, we're talking, I want to talk about the Polynesian Resort DVC villas that are coming. Um, they just announced that in a, during our little hiatus. And uh, one thing that's actually closing um, is the Sunset Point is going to be closed ahead of the DVC Villas construction. So I know you've been to Polynesian Resort. Yeah, a couple and times. And we mentioned it on like romantic places and stuff mm-hmm. and everything. Do you remember Sunset Point? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that closed and making way for the DVC Villas? Is that is that a major loss in your? Yes, I, I thought it, it doesn't bug me because I mean that that's it, it's just how it is. I mean, I, do I think it's gonna be? I, I think it's gonna be tough for anybody going because they really won't be able to enjoy that great view. Right. Um, well, do you think they have built something? They haven't mentioned anything, but I wonder with the villas if something comparably as good would come from it. I think so. I mean, I think, you know, obviously it's going to be a very attractive place for people to go ahead yeah. and, and, and grab a, um, and, and grab a, uh, what you call it, a, a villa. I mean, I really do think that those are going to be high in demand. Yeah. Just like, uh, you know, I, I thought the uh, Grand Floridian one was going to be high in demand. And I think they're going to be beautiful villas. Yeah. And I just think it's going gonna, it's gonna to really be tough going during this particular time right um and as for that section that they're going to be losing there i mean you know i i'm, I'm not going to sit here and you know say ah oh, god it's the end of the world you, you they, there's still going to be a beach you're still going to yeah. be able to go out and ca- it's just gonna 
there's not going to be as much. Pl- it, it's it's you're going to feel a little bit more closed in. Smaller it, beach area. It, type yeah, thing, yeah. I, you're going to feel a little bit more claustrophobic right. at at these places where you know now you're overwhelmed. But I mean, that's not a big area. It yeah. really isn't. And um, I'm wondering whether or not it's going to. I'm trying to figure out. Is it is it. It's going to be a little bit less. It, you're still going to have a beach. It's still going to be intact. It's just it, it's going to feel a little bit more closed in. Right. And, um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with what they're doing because they're doing it at every single resort. Right, right. And the, this is just, it, it's a natural progression. Yeah. You know? It'd be silly if they didn't put it on one of the monorail resorts or one at every monorail resort kind of deal. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, you know, do I wish they would spend the money elsewhere? Yeah. But, I mean, does it bother me that they're doing this? I won't stay at the Polynesian while they're doing this right. because I do think it's gonna, you know, it, it's gonna mess up the enjoyment and the tranquility of, I mean, sitting on that beach at night and, right. and you know, I'm not sure how much they're closing off to prepare for that, but yeah. uh, it's, it's going to be a pretty sizable area, a lot of construction work being yeah. done. Well, speaking noises. of uh, closing off, I mean, I know the uh, base of where it's located or it's going to be located. I mean, if it's going to take uh, over Sunset Point. Um, I'm, I just can't help but look at, like, when I'm looking at the map, the view, uh, I guess, toward the Magic Kingdom, how much it might be obstructed based on how big the DVC villas are or whatever else. Yeah. You know? Depending on which of those... Uh the buildings that you stay in, or something, or well, not the villas, but the uh, the the what do you call them? Not the the longhouses. Longhouses. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, depending on which longhouse that you stay in. Yeah, because mm-hmm. remember you were te- you were telling me earlier, like depending on where you're staying, uh, it could be like somewhere by Tokyo or Hawaii by the big pool or something where you mm-hmm. can actually kind of see over the beach across the lagoon into uh, mm-hmm. you can see the fireworks and stuff happening. You know, absolutely. It, it, it depending on where you stay, it could absolutely cut into that. Yeah. So it's not, it's, not, it's not too too bad, but anyway, yeah. So there's Polynesian Resort stuff, you know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too bummed out by it. I just wouldn't stay over there until they're done with it. Yeah, and that's kind of that's, that's a lot of things you could do with that. So anyway, all right. So let's move on. I remember when they were doing the. Um, I remember when they were doing the Grand Floridian Villas. Yeah. I mean, it was a nightmare over there. Uh, you, did you stay there when they were doing Grand Floridian, or at one point? Did you stay while they were doing construction? No, we didn't stay there. We stayed. Where did we stay? Where did we stay? We stayed at. We stayed at the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. We stayed at the boardwalk when we, when we were over there. But we needed to get over to Senses. Right. Um, and just tri- <laughs> getting over. I mean, it just. We went over there a couple times. We went over to stay at. Nar- we went, o- went over there to eat at Narcuzzi's one night. We went over there one morning to go to. Um, 1900 Park Fair, and then uh, my wife and I went over to Senses for the spa, and it just took away from the enjoyment because that big middle pool that that was all being constructed, um, that was all under construction. Yeah. That big main pool, I'm sorry, um, and then back over there by the uh, what you call it uh, by where Senses were, where they're putting up the, the main right. villas. I mean, it was just. It, it, it took away from the beauty of the place, I and mean, it's just—it's right. not fun to stay there. And you had guys walking around, all kinds of construction gear and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, I tell you what—that that little Mad Hatter playset area that they did for the kids was great. I, yeah. I loved it. I mean, you know, that was what sold me on wanting to do the villas over there. Oh, cool, cool, cool! I hadn't seen it yet. I might have to take a trek over there when I stay. You, you know, yeah, have I you eaten at Narcuzzi? I haven't. I've never eaten at Narcuzzi. Make a re- do yourself a favor. Make a reservation for Narcuzzi's yeah. towards the night, right over there. I mean, it's, it's easy access. Go 
catch the monorail. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Go to Narcozis. You're gonna be you're gonna be dining right on the what you call it the Seven Seas Lagoon. Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah. You're gonna be dining right over there. If you're lucky, you'll do it at the exact time scheduled for when the electrical water pageant comes by. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And um. You know, you can see the fireworks over there. They pipe in the music for the right. fireworks if you wanted to do that. But really, do yourself a favor and you get Narcoozies. Do myself a flavor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, go moving to another topic, man. Something that you're probably more familiar with than I am. Uh, the glow of the show ears. Yes. You had at Disneyland are coming to Walt Disney World. Great. You know, and uh, the first attraction that's going to get it is Fantasmic, man. What do you think about that? I know you've had experience that when you went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the glow with the show ears. I know we've talked about it on the show maybe once, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I'm excited because, you know, I, I haven't made it out to Disneyland to experience it, and I'm glad that it's coming to me. It's great. You know, and I, I, would, I would definitely spend the money on it just to have, especially if it's something I can keep and take home. My kids will probably want one anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, when they see them flashing or whatever. So Yeah, I don't know what it does when you take it home, like, does it, if it, because I didn't have one right but i mean i don't know if it still like goes in rhythm like if it just changes colors and a rhythmic pattern when you when you get it home but yeah to watch them all change colors at the same time while you're watching the show is just beautiful huh that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. so i look forward to that and maybe some of the listeners out there if they've experienced this uh at phantasmic you know it should be opening uh soon october 15 2013 um uh, you should have your first showing of Fantasmic with the glow in the glow with the show ears. So, if any listeners have some pictures they want us to post up on our, our on our website, stuff like that, or um, or our Facebook, or if you want to give us a little report, go ahead and record a little report, man. We'd love to hear from you. We'll put it on the show, or uh, we'll read your email and everything like that. So, if anybody happens to be going down there, man, let us know. I'd like I'll be curious to see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, I'll be curious to see as well. I mean, it's kind of kind of be different sitting like in the theater style seating as that's going on. Like True. I remember when we watched it, we were watching amongst the rows and rows of people right all around us. Yeah. And so t- you were eye level with all these things. Is it all these mouse ears? Is it changing color? Yeah. Instead of um, you know, sitting when you sit in the theater, you're looking straight down the stage. You don't really, you'll you won't catch what's going on unless you look around at what's going right. on. But uh, it's still, it's a great idea. Cool. Cool. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, have you looked at the photos of the new, vari- the second variation of the new 2013 bus transportation color scheme? Yes, I have. And? I like it better. <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. Okay, because I remember our first uh, a foray into this, it was kind of like meh. Oh, I, I, did, meh. I, I hated the battleship gray. Yeah. I like, I'll, I like the white much better. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the white striping and everything all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that better. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the original ones. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. You know, wasn't clamoring for a change right. by any stretch of the imagination. But um, it yeah. does look a little bit sharper with that with the white going all over the place. You still have the gray, you still have the red, but I guess white piping, for lack of a better word, pinstriping or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Not really pinstriping. I don't know. Just like stripes of sorts. You know, you have it on the front grill, on the sides, over the wheel wells. You know, it kind of gives it a little bit more. I guess it gives it a little more pop. Yeah, it does. Like, I, I'll have to take some pictures of my own and post it up when I go down there. I'm sure oh, I'm yeah. going to see some when I see it. Feel, feel, go right ahead. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it uh, up close. I mean, I'd like to see a better, uh, what you call it, picture of it up close. Rendering um, us of, yeah. Yeah, um, because... It, I don't know. I mean, so now looking at it, would you give it a, uh, in, in honor of Betamouse, would you give it a win, fail, or meh with this paint scheme? If this makes any sense, compared to what it was before I give it a win, yeah. compared to what it could be, 
<laughs> Meh. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I think there, there, there was a better design in there. I think there, yeah. there could have been a better color scheme in there. But compared to what we could have gotten, you know, I'll, I'll take this. Yeah. All right. The next thing I want to talk about, we got a new Starbucks at Epcot. Oh, wow. In the Fountain View restaurant. It's, it's called Fountain View Starbucks at Epcot. It's located in Future World. What do you think? I can get coffee at the Epcot. W- just what the world needs is more Starbucks. I know. You know, I, I, I read it and I was just like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Just yeah. We, coffee. I think we, we covered this before, the co- whole coffee thing. It, yeah. The idea of going to Disney World is you go going someplace special, you're going to have and, and experience things that you can't do anywhere else. Right. The homogenization of Disney, where you can buy the same type of merchandise online as you can get in the parks, where it's not so special to go to the parks anymore to buy yeah. things or... Uh, that the there's no more resort specific merchandise anymore. All of them have the exact same type of merchandise. Right. Same thing with the coffee. You know. You know. Do Disney coffee. Don't do Starbucks coffee. That's just my. I don't have a problem with Starbucks coffee. I, I would have no problem eating there, drinking there, yeah. whatever the case may be. I'm just thinking, man, what a lost opportunity. Right. You know. It's like do your own coffee. Make it. Make it to where people like they come back for. You know. It's like because they they can't get this coffee anywhere. Else. Right. They have to have it over here. Oh, that makes sense. I like that. Make it something special. All right, Danny. And lastly, we're going to talk about something that actually start went to effect today. You mm-hmm. know, actually, uh, this morning I saw it on the Today Show and they were talking about it with the Mike Rosen reports and stuff. But I am talking about the guest assistance card that used to, ha- that used to be at Walt Disney World. Uh, they're replacing it now with a di- what they call the Disability Access Service Card. Um, it's funny, I actually had an a, a experience with the guest assistance card. Uh, when I was down there in Mardi Gras, somebody gave, you know, some, a family was leaving. I guess they had a, d- a disability person. Mm-hmm. And they gave us a card, and they said, "Hey, it's basically like a, a fr- like a, a group fast pass." Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I think I, some of you guys may remember. You probably remember me talking about using that kind of card. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize what it was, you know, uh, but we we were able to use it effectively. You know, like me and f- I guess five other guests. You know, we were able to board, get into lines and stuff. You know, some places, you know, they required us to do some other things, but for the most part, it was actually pretty good. It's kind of funny. You know, it's kind of wild. But so um, what do you think about all this, man? Um, well, actually, I guess we'll go into specifics. Um, in a nutshell, um, Disney says that they're going to address every situation individually. You know, you can go to guest relations and talk about your needs and they'll, they'll, they'll give you some assistance based on a person by person basis. Um, basically, what happens if a, if a car, if a. Disability guest needs to or wants to go into a particular attraction. Um, they have to go to I think guest guest relations make a reservation, uh, the, um, and then go back to their reserve time to get on to the attraction itself. That particular day, it's not, I don't think it's anything they can do in advance, kind of thing. And so every attraction they want to go on, they have to do that. They go to, go to attraction, get a reservation for an attraction. Almost kind of like what they're doing with the magic bands, you know, you're reserving your times kind of deal, mm-hmm. which I'm sure they're going to be able to utilizing that kind of thing for the new disability card kind of uh, 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 stuff. Um, unlike uh, the old card, uh, the, the new card will be valid for only 14 days, uh, depending on what the guest's needs are. So it's not going to be as open ended as the old card was kind of thing, you know. Uh, so there are a couple of. Of things, there's some facts and stuff that Disney's put out talking about 
um, the different rules, the fact sheet regarding the, um, uh, the, the how the card works and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, a couple of things I just want to read here is um, they have the, on their fact sheet, they have something called uh, what will Disney Parks do if a guest is concerned about the DAS card doesn't meet their needs? Uh, Disney Parks have long recognized and accommodated guests with varying needs and will continue to work individually with guests with disabilities to provide assistance that is responsive to their unique circumstances. Uh, guests should visit guest relations to discuss their individual needs. So everything is pretty much based around that person going to guest relations. You know, it's not like they can just deal with it when they get to the, um, the attraction of themselves. It's like they always have to go back to a central kind of a hub to get a reservation to get on a particular attraction. Um, let's see. Uh, it says, uh, here's a couple of things. Does the DAS card holder have to ride the attraction at the exact return time listed? And it says, no, return times are valid until redeemed by the DAS card holder. So it's, I guess it kind of works like with a fast pass. You can't really get another one right. until you get, uh, use the one that you have. Um, if any of you saw the Today Show with the Mike Rosen thing, they, t- they, they talked about how uh, people were exploiting guests with disabilities and stuff, or guests with disabilities were used, taking that to advantage, um, getting the card and, you know, charging people to uh, families and stuff that wanted to hire them to be their disabled guest so they can bypass the line and whatnot and everything else. Yeah, they, they, his particular report based on two individuals that did that out in Disneyland. You know, I was going to say, where did you see... Um, um I'm trying to. You said just now that it kind of works like the fast pass, like you can't get one right on top of the other. Where, where do you see that at? Uh, I, I don't know if I'm. I'm not, I don't know if I'm wording that exactly. Uh, that you can't get one right on top of the other, but it says. Let's see. It's in the fact sheet. If you've got it pulled up. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, the question is. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's if you see uh, why is Disney Parks doing this, and you'll see does the DAS card holder have to be present. Um, uh, and you'll see where does the DAS card will go to receive return times. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see does a DAS card will have to ride the attraction at the exact return time listed. Right. You see it, and then it says no return times are valid until redeemed by the DAS card holder. Right. So I guess, uh, I don't know. Maybe you, you, you got a fast pass. Uh, I read that as you got a fast pass that never expires. You don't have to worry about rushing back to get there yeah. between that. that hour and a half, two hour span right. of time that y- you get. Uh, where do DS card holders go to receive return times? It sounds like the little fast pass kiosk. You start yeah. your card. or um, No, it says guest so I guess it's open-ended until you redeem it. So yeah. I guess you can get maybe more than one. Uh, that's, more or less, yeah. You know, what I'm saying here is that, okay, if you, if you do have, like, you know, someone that has disability, it, it, I think what you were saying there was, like, does the DAS uh, card holder have to be present to obtain a return time at an yeah. attraction. And they're like, no. Um, what you call They can pretty much send somebody to go around with this card and go collect the passes for him. Yeah. Him or her, uh, I should say. Uh, but uh, the only requirement is that that person, the person with the disability, needs to be there. Right. Right. When the, well, the attraction, yeah. The card holder, I should say, yeah. needs to be there. When when the whole group rides, so I don't see where it says it, it limits it yeah, in any way right, in terms yeah. of um, how many you can get. Yeah, I must have been reading a little different. I, th- I thought maybe that might be. 
Because, I mean, that would be, like, a bigger deal, I think. Right. Because, you know, taking somebody with a disability who, you know, might not be able to move easily or as well or, you know, may need additional time to rest in between attractions to try and say, hey, listen, if you want to ride this, get back here, get back here in an hour, and you have an hour and a half in order to go ahead and do this. And, oh, by the way, you can't do anything else until, you you know, this time has passed. Right. you know, maybe you can only spend six days in the park. Maybe right. it's too exhausting to go beyond that. So the whole idea that I could see people being up in arms that for this, yeah. no. I mean, I, I don't know why people would have a problem with it. I, I, I'm I'm with them and with it. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny though. I mean, in, in the sense that Disney is just Disney's cutting down on any shenanigans. Right. Apparently, it's right. like no more multiple, uh, you know, reservations. <clears throat> We're gonna. We're gonna cut off that gravy train, and anybody uh, that um, anybody that's using uh, someone's uh, disability card right. in order to go ahead and return on attractions and stuff like that, that that's gonna stop too. So yeah. they're, they're getting a little bit no nonsense on you. Yeah, yeah. I guess to make it a little more fair to everybody else. Um, I was just reading this paragraph off of Ricky's side. It's uh, it says some disability advocate groups have taken offense to the charge, noting that it would greatly negatively impact their ability to enjoy Disney's parks. Um, and Meg Crofton replied directly, saying that our current program for providing access to attractions for guests with disabilities has been abused and exploited to such an extent that we are no longer able to effectively sustain it in its present form. Mm-hmm. After careful consideration and with the needs of our guests with disabilities as our foremost concern, we are modifying the current program so that there will be a, we will be able to continue to serve those guests to whom the program is intended. Um, so what do you think? Uh, how Do you think this negatively impacts their ability to enjoy the parks? You know, I mean... Yeah, I'm just not in that, that, that world to know how yeah. it could or couldn't. And I think, uh, as with anything, it would depend on the disability. Yeah, um, and they're going to work... And they've said they work with you on an individual basis right. and, and that's, disability. Right, and that's why I don't think... I think for the people who it would really, really negatively impact yeah. their ability to enjoy the park, I think that... That's one of those people that go to guest relations before the, their day starts, and right. they explain their story and, and alternate arrangements are made. I don't think this system yeah. is going to be in place for that. So I, I don't no, I, I don't see. Uh, say what you will about Disney. One thing that they're very well known for is high standards when it comes to guest custom, right. guest relations. I think, you know. All you have to do really, if someone shows up and, and they're in the kind of state where it's like, yeah, this person can't wait mm-hmm. another 20 to 30 minutes before riding. So I think they'll they'll go ahead and, and take care of you. Yeah, because so, uh, can somebody still get this card and still hire themselves out to be the the, the, uh, the hired disabled person? Because yeah. I think that's kind of like the abuse that was going on. I mean, like uh, I'm kind of reading here something that, to the fact that you might need some proof, but... Um, there's a little fact list that says, uh, what is it? Um, why doesn't Disney Parks ask for proof of disability, such as a doctor's note? <laughs> and it says Disney Parks takes guests at their word. Yeah. And there are legal restrictions around asking for proof. So, I mean, uh, they're absolutely. I, there was a cast member who's a friend of mine. Yeah. And uh, he always would tell me, I mean, uh, you know, dude, all you need to do is find, you know, get somebody, put them in a the wheelchair, just reel them to the front of the line. Yeah. And you, you and the whole part, the whole part just gets on. 
and they, they, they were forbidden to question. Like, you can roll up there in a the wheelchair, get out of the wheelchair, go ride the rod, right. get off the ride, get back in a wheelchair or not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and mostly, as long as you take the wheelchair with you, mostly along your way, and they are forbidden to ask you any questions whatsoever uh-huh. as to how or why or, right. or what's going on there. Right. Just completely forbidden. And he, he was just saying it. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's an easily exploitable. Now, he wasn't saying it like, you know, he was complaining. He was just like, Dude, y'all should totally find somebody. Kind yeah, of right, thing. right, right. But um, so I mean, because it's so easily exploitable, and I, I do think that you you do see so many people. I I don't know that there's a, you know, the people who really need the help are still yeah. gonna get the help. The people who are hell bent on exploiting it are still gonna exploit it. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what they can really do about it. I applaud their effort to go ahead and try and cut track. Uh, I applaud their effort to go yeah. ahead and crack down on it a little bit, but yeah. I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that it's really gonna I don't curb think that exploitation of it. Yeah, you know? maybe a little bit, but I mean, how do you again? How do you, how do you really? Because I'm thinking it? it's like you know, it's only lasting for two weeks when you first get it, whereas the card, I guess, I don't, I forget how long it lasted, but it's like, you know, that person could probably get one because uh, I don't think they ask for a list of guest names. Mm-hmm. When you get the card, you know, it's just uh, you, you get the card and, you know, they might question why you're getting a card every two weeks. It's like, well, maybe you could say you're a local, you know, and so you like to come to the parks and you need the disability access service card kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, but like what's to stop somebody from doing what they did to you? Right. You, they're walking in the park. Dude, here you go. Ten bucks. Give me. Right. Okay, sure. Ten bucks. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, and as long as you present the card, you're still walking on rides. Yeah. I mean, what's to stop people from selling those cards, from, you know, walking into Disney and, and claiming a disability that they don't have? Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing to stop you. If you're hell-bent on exploiting it, you're going to exploit it. It might, it might fix things a little bit. I just, again, it's one of those things I applaud the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe if 60 Minutes wouldn't have done a story on it. Yeah, they might have done it. <laughs> yeah, they may they may not have not done this, taken this as seriously, but... Um. I mean, here, I'm looking at another FAQ uh, fact. Uh, it says, the question is, does a guest whose disability is based on the necessity to use a wheelchair or a scooter need a DAS card? And it says, no, a guest whose disability is based on the necessity to use a wheelchair or scooter does not need a DAS card. Depending on the attraction, the guest will either walk, wait in a standard queue, or receive a return time at the attraction based on the current wait time. Uh, for some attractions, the Disneyland Resort at the Disneyland Resort, these guests will go directly to an alternate entrance. Guests with additional needs should discuss them with guest relations. So, if you have a wheelchair or a scooter, you really don't need the card. No, but so apparently well, what I'm reading with this. It depends on why you're in that wheelchair or scooter, right? <laughs> you know, if you, if maybe if you have arthritis of the knees, or, yeah, or you know, overweight or whatever, whatever your problem is, yeah, okay, you can't, you know, you can wait in line like everybody else, right? But you know, if you have a different type of disability to where, so that'd be like an being in, out in yeah. the sun for a long period, long period of time, or you know. Um, I don't know. Being without air conditioning for a long period yeah. of time, you know, if there's something else to it, then yeah, I, I can see. And again, I think that's going to be handled on a case by case basis. Yeah, this is kind of interesting to know, especially since we're recording on a day that's coming out. As most of you know, we do record on a Wednesday, and Wednesday, October 9th, two thousand thirteen, is when this new policy, this new car, goes into effect. 
Um, so this is uh, I'm be curious to see how this goes and if actually the exploitation of the service actually stops. Yeah, I can't imagine that it, 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 you you might have to lie a little bit. <laughs> you you might have to be a little bit more duplicitous in your lies. Yeah. Um, in order to go ahead and pull this off, like I, I again I. I the thing before was, hey, look, you having a problem? You get in the park, go get a wheelchair. Right. None of our party ever did it. But, I mean, we right. always had a lot of people who were, you know, yeah, we would travel older folks, and they would yeah. need to get in a wheelchair at some point in time. But they would just get out of the wheelchair when we got to the ride right. and get on like everybody else. And I see, so, I've seen that yeah. know, when I go to the parks. I, you know, I always wonder why that person's in a wheelchair. That looks perfectly healthy, but, you know, I'm, I'm not one to judge. I can't, you know, maybe it's definitely something genuine. Yeah. So I have no idea. But, um. But you apparently, know, not uh, most. Of, yeah, <laughs> most of the people that I can't say most, but I, I don't know the statistics. But right. apparently, it's enough. Right. That they've had to really crack down on it and put out this letter and talk about the abuse and it's yeah. on TV and so apparently it's significant enough. And again, going back to what that guy told me, they would watch people get in and out and switch wheelchairs. And right. They could, they could do nothing about it. Right. Right. Um, you know, it's funny. I had a cast member tell me once that I, my wife, well, you know, my wife and I have gone to Disney World both times when she was pregnant. And, you know, she said that uh, we probably could have gotten a wheelchair, you know, and mm-hmm. walked around the park with it because she was pregnant. I mean, she was quite pregnant. I mean, she wasn't bursting at the seams or anything, but <laughs> she was definitely showing. There was no question or doubt, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I guess if I would have thought, it's like, yeah, she probably could. She probably would welcome that. But I, I, my wife, I don't think, wanted one anyway. I don't think she wanted a wheelchair to begin with. So. You know, that is an interesting point that you brought up. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I've read, and it's Halloween coming up soon, so, I mean, the, there's that dark sense of, and that, there was a book, and I, yep. I can't remember the guy's name who did it, maybe Koenig or something like that, uh-huh. about Disney, and, and the official policy is no one dies at Disney. Right. No one, you know, ever, cro- I mean, people have died on, on the grounds of Disney, yes. but technically they always try and, and say like, you know, well, yeah, they died in the ambulance on the way over, but no one really died at, yeah. at Disney kind of thing. But we know there have been fatalities at Disney. Has babies been born? <laughs> at Disney? At Disney. Have, have moms been walking around the park? Hopped and then, on a teacup ride and, and yeah. just spun them right out spun of them? Around <laughs> and then felt it go and just, boom, went right into labor I'm, I'm curious to know if a baby's ever been born at Disney. I guess you can go straight to the babysitter <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't know. I'd be curious to know. Google, I'd be you, curious to know. I'd be curious to know what Disney does. Like, do they throw mouse fetty around? Like, yeah. And <laughs> just, yeah. Baby born at Disney World. Oh, that, that's a good question. Yeah. If any of you listeners know the answer to that question, let yeah. us know. Or if you happen to Google it, find it. If you happen to have delivered a baby into the park, <laughs> let us know. We'll get you on the show, and we'd love to talk with you to see how that experience went. Obviously, I mean, you go into labor, and it, you've got some time to get yourself out of that situation. Right. But what happened if someone went into labor, thought that they had a good handle on things, yep. and didn't realize, no, this baby's coming now? I want to know, has a baby ever been born? You have to be riding in the Haunted Mansion and playful spooks have interrupted your journey. Or just some <laughs> kooky Disney fans like, I am insistent that my baby be born on the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> as the auctioneer sells the wench. <laughs> or as you're coming down the waterfall, it just pops yes, up. Yes, exactly. Waterfall, water breaks, out comes the baby. Right. Boom. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was the wet from Splash Mountain, but really, no, my water broke. No, it's my water broke. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. No, it's Florida rains. No, my water <laughs> broke. That will be interesting. Yeah, I don't know who could do the research on that and find that out, but I'd love to know. It's got to know. It, somebody's got to know. But anyway, 
Um, so that ends our, pr- our discussion on, on the queue. But I have one last thing I want to do. And it's something uh, that I, I, we used to do a while back that I hadn't done in a while because I haven't had any really, um, not this, for lack of a better term, issues. But just I just want to correct a little misstatement. This is an I beg to differ state uh, segment. So I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, WW Radio. You know, I'm not calling them out, and I think that's me. I love Lou, no disrespect whatsoever. You know, I love his shows and everything else. But I just like, just like I said before, I preface this. I wanted uh, this happened maybe a few months ago, and I forgot what show it was, but it was like one of those question answer shows where he brought uh, his friend from MEI, Becky, onto the show, and they were discussing things. And um, they were talking about the Princess and the Frog premiere. And I think uh, a while back we discussed this. You know, I shot him an email. I'll probably shoot him another email just to make sure in case my other email got lost. Just give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but he stated that the premiere for the Princess and the Frog happened in New Orleans. And um, I know as fact, since we're a New Orleans-based podcast, that it did not, you know. Um, we would have loved to have had um, the Princess of the Frog premiere. I guarantee you, I would have been there. You know, I happened to go to the last premiere that was here in New Orleans. Do you remember what the movie was that premiered here in New Orleans? A Disney movie? Hunchback and Notre Dame. Hunchback Deck and Notre Dame. Dame, whatever. You know, <laughs> uh, you had the whole carnival atmosphere and, uh, segment in that movie, and then they, they decided to come to New Orleans to do it. It was in the Superdome. I saw it. They had the parade. It was great. Um, Princess and the Frog set in New Orleans. Did not happen. You know, I did some research, talked to some friends, uh, one that's a, a former cast member and a friend of a Disney character, and we were talking about it, and he says, that, yeah, we were supposed to have the premiere, but the administration at the time uh, kind of bungled it up so much that, you know, it's, it's Disney said it wasn't worth it, and uh, they moved it somewhere else. I think they might have premiered it somewhere in New York or something like that. It wasn't as big a glamorous thing as it was going to be because I think it was a last-minute change. Um, we got like maybe a little um, display and museum kind of thing. Uh, that's pretty much it. It wasn't anything as grand a scale as the Hunchback in Notre Dame um, uh, premiere movie kind of thing. So yeah, I just you know, uh, I wanted uh, Danny. I wanted to take the time and, and just kind of uh, uh, correct that little statement that Princess and the Frog premiere did not happen in New Orleans, much to my chagrin. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would have loved to have been there, but oh well. Mm-hmm. So be it. But yeah, I just wanted to correct that little thing. Uh, again, no disrespect to Lou or Becky or anything else, but I just wanted to make sure that. Well, uh, you wrote Lou and asked him to, I did, to I make did, the I correction. Did. Yeah. Lou hasn't made the correction yet. Maybe he had. And I'll give him the benefit of that. Maybe my email got lost because I know he gets tons of emails. But I figure I have a show and I have a voice, so I figure I might as well just throw it out there just to cover our base and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's my little I beg to differ segment. Okay. Uh, just FYI, there there was a child that was born at Disney World. Oh, you just Googled it? I, I Googled it in, in 1997, I believe it was. 1997? There was, not only was there a, a, an infant born at Disney, it was abandoned, left in the toilet. What? <laughs> in Disney's Tomorrowland. This is Walt Disney World or Disneyland? Walt Disney World. I'm sorry, did I say Tomorrowland? Okay. Okay. Um, the, 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 the abandoned in the toilet. Abandoning in the toilet. Uh, it was alive. Yes, barely. When the when the what you call it, there was a doctor who was just getting off of Space Mountain. Yeah. When they saw like this this woman holding uh, this 
baby who was like blue. Yeah. And it, it was it barely had a pulse. It was having trouble breathing because it still had all right. that mucus in its mouth. Right. And the doctor cleared all the mucus out of the mouth and tied off the umbilical cord with a shoelace. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and uh, what you call it? Um, you know, helped rescue the baby. Uh, Abandoned in Tomorrowland. Yeah, and uh, they were actually looking for the mother, who they they figuring was uh, out looking for uh, what you call it, uh, you know, looking for a medical assistance because she just delivered. Yeah, I was about to but say there's got to be like a trail of blood or something. Yeah, or whatever. Left her baby in the toilet. Wow. It, which on Sunday Goodman said it was surprising that no one saw the mother leaving in the bathroom, especially because she's probably bleeding and needing desperate medical attention. This is not a Mervyn myth or anything, huh? No, this is as far as I can tell. This is from '97, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could I could try to to go ahead uh, cross reference and validate that, but yeah, uh, actually the nurses at the hospital also named the Asian girl because it was an Asian girl that was born there, uh-huh. named her Jasmine. Princess, Princess Jasmine. Actually. I'd be curious to know where that child is now and to see what's up. I, I would too, but uh, yeah, that would Poor require thing. additional research. So, a child was born. There was actually a rumor when in my research, in my brief research, yeah. you were talking. There's also a rumor that any baby born at Disneyland gets like a free lifetime pass. Really? Yeah, and like they were saying, like you would get like if you're born on Disney property, you get a free lifetime pass and like a special birth certificate kind of thing, no kidding. or whatever. But you know, Disney has very much tried Mailed to mail to you with a Disney postmark from the <laughs> Main, Street, Main, Main Street Post Office, signed by uh, the the mayor, signed by the mayor. <laughs> yeah. But they say Disney has has very much tried to squash that rumor for fear of having pregnant women everywhere trying to deliver. Oh, no kidding! Yeah. I'd be curious. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do a little cross-referencing and, and see uh, validate that. And yeah, if you listener know of anything about that, then let us know. Please shoot us an email. Um, but for now, we'll leave you hanging with that baby delivered in Tomorrowland thought. Well, Danny, you know what that music means. It means that we're going back into hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> no, not complete hiatus. Uh, but just to remind you, yeah, we're going. We're not going to be here next week when you hear the show. Uh, we'll be be back um, the week after that. Um, we're going to like an every other week recording schedule for now, at least until my schedule kind of lightens up and we can record um, twice on one day on, on on Wednesdays like we did before. But until then, you know, we're going to still. Uh, to slowly kind of get back into the groove and talk about things. It's, we're knee deep in the holiday season, so there's going to be a lot of Halloween, Disney stuff to talk about, a lot of Thanksgiving things, my trip reports, the Christmas things, Halloween, and then to President's Day and all the little uh, the marathons. And there's a whole thing. And we're coming up on our anniversary of when we started the show, when we first posted a podcast. You know, so. Um, um, granted, yeah, we haven't released one consecutive every week, but yeah, we've been in existence for almost, coming upon a year now. It's like our first year. We're turning a year old, you know? We grow so fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we came back for the anniversary. That's, that's right. We that's came back really for the anniversary. That's really all we did. Yeah. We just come back because we didn't want to miss out on that. And I'm trying to make it a point to buy our anniversary to get our website finally up and running. Um, I've been, we've been uh, talking about it. We teased it over the summer, and uh, I'm going to tease it again, but we're going to definitely get that going. Um, like I said before, if you if there are things that you'd like to see on our website, maybe something that's unique that, or maybe something that you uh, kind of wish the other podcasts maybe had on their website, uh, shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. And we'll take your suggestions. You know, we'll process them, see if they, uh, it's feasible, and we'll, we'll definitely take that into heavy consideration. You know, we listen to every one of our um, 
the listeners that are out there. You know, we, uh, we, we love to get feedback. We enjoy hearing from you guys. And so definitely do that. Um, if you like the show, go ahead and tweet out that you're listening to our show. Or if you're listening, tweet out uh, or make a Facebook post saying that you're listening to our show or you enjoy it. Like us on Facebook. Uh, www.facebook.com slash magic our way um, on twitter we're at magic our way you could just do a, a search for that um, we still haven't forgotten about our youtube channel that's going to start coming online very very soon as soon as i start now that i've unpacked and i found a bunch of videos i'm gonna start posting some things um, some videos from the past disney experiences to some new disney experiences um, I'll try to get some video of the new bus paint job so you can actually kind of get a, a feel for that. And Danny can kind of see it firsthand, mm-hmm. um, what they actually look like up close and personal. Um, let's see. What am I forgetting? I'll guess a Keek. We're going to have some videos on Keek, of course. Uh, but, you know, I'm slowly kind of getting away from the Keek thing since we're starting to launch our YouTube deal. Um, I know we got s- I'm trying to work on some T-shirts and stuff that you can find at our Spreadshirt store that will... I'll give you the information on that. It's uh, right now. It's some of it's under our uh, parent uh, guest production thing. Qmart Productions has a, a, a spreadshirt store, and you'll see T-shirts from our adult show and another thing. And you'll see some uh, shirts coming online soon for Magic Our Way. So you can probably sport and represent Magic Our Way uh, locally or when you go to the parks. I know I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I forgetting anything? It's been a while since I've done this spiel, but um, I don't think. You- yeah, I think I covered it, yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty good, yeah. So again, our email, magicrway at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and like I said, we're off next week. Um, and so we'll be back the week after that. And uh, yeah, we'll have another show. We, 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 we hope you enjoy this one. We're, I'm glad to be back in the saddle again. I am too, yeah. You know, and so, um, yeah, that's that. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.